Hi, I'm Simon Huck. And I'm Melissa Gray Washington. And welcome to Emergency Contact. Hello, MG Washington. Oh my God. Hello, Simon Huck. How are we doing? We are doing well. First of all, the first thing I want to double click on is the fact that we are on Oprah's favorite things with Judy. Yeah. Excuse me? Yes, I know. You know how I feel about Oprah. You know how I feel about Oprah. I cried when when her show went off the air. Cried, sobbed. No, I was with her through everything, through thick and thin. She's my number one. There's a stand, there's a cardboard cutout life-size of her in my kitchen. I mean, I'm with Oprah right now. No, I saw. Can you, that's so exciting. That is so exciting. It's so major. Like we are basically Oprah. This is blowing my mind. And they are really coveted with a list and it's very top secret. You have to sign your life away and it's under embargo essentially until like as of this morning. So then, but normally like outside of an election year, you would have, you know, a little bit more hoopla around it, but because we are in this crazy nail biter. True. You know, it's right. Yeah, it's been a lot. Well, I want to let you know it is front page news for me. It is the most exciting thing that's ever happened to me. Thank and you. I'm not even, I wish I was exaggerating. That is so no. tragic, but it's the truth. No, it's we, the best day of our lives. Well, you <laughs> and are I also obviously, have nothing yeah. to do with Judy, just FYI. <laughs> uh, you're no, hosting a hit podcast show about Judy. Oh my God. No, it's so exciting to me. Like I, when I saw that, I nearly died. Have you known for a long time, but it was just like super duper top secret? Yes. I'm gonna so die. We, we've <gasps> known for like five months and it's super top secret. And and this year she did it with Amazon. So it's all, the whole list is available on Amazon. So it's just so much easier. Yeah. To, like click to purchase. We like, love that. So wipe on up kids. Yeah. Right, right. <gasps> Sai, I love you. That's so exciting. Okay. Thank also, you. you just celebrated a birthday. Like happy birthday. No, thank you so much. And I have to say, mm-hmm. like, you know, when you have so many dots on your stories, cause you've overposted so much. Like, I was going to call you out on that. <laughs> it's no Mel. Like I am ashamed of the amount of reposts. It's like, I'm like on this narcissist, like Ferris no, wheel and I can't get off. not at all. Not at all. It's like, it. first of all, it looks a little like Morris code. It's just like dot, 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 No, it's amazing. But it's just a testament to the fact that everybody who meets you falls in love with you, gets obsessed with you, thinks they're your best friend, which I respect, even though everyone knows the truth about that. Easy for life. Right. You just have so, so many people love you. You're and like, as well, they should, like I said, to know you is to love you. But anyways, I'm, I'm, I'm happy that so many people were posting and know the joy that is Simon Huck to have well, you Well, I lives. also like, you know, a stranger who met me once, like <laughs> 19 years ago, I would repost and, and amplify because you know, oh I love God. a good photo moment. Right, right. No. And you, but you, that's the thing about you. You, are so photogenic. You can't take a bad photo. So of course you should re- be reposting these, please. Thank you. Well, it's called FaceApp. I encourage all <laughs> I of our listeners to treat Stop. themselves. Three ninety nine in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. You are such a liar and I love you. Um, okay. So let's get into this episode we taped with Jordan Firstman, world's funniest Instagram personality and human. Not let's not, you know, I don't want to just limit him to Instagram. He has this like robust career, but he is so, so funny and blowing up on Instagram. And he brought his sibling Allie with him as his guest. And Allie was incredible and gave us a really good understanding that Jordan has always been doing impressions, that he only took it to the gram a little bit later in life and realized that social media could really amplify his voice and his comedy. I mean, what a gift to us during quarantine. Honest to God, I love Jordan Firstman so much. I, there's nothing he puts out that doesn't make me die laughing. And you know, I'm a really tough crowd. Like uh, I am like the arbiter of what is and is not funny in my mind because I am so funny. It's a blessing and a curse. Um, and he is so funny. Like <laughs> even in our interview, I watched it back and I never LOL. At, like sometimes I'll, like, I LOL at myself. There's this bit that Aziz Ansari does about how he like walked in on Kanye listening to his own album, like feeling the shit out of it. And like, I am that person. Like I, I laugh at like my intro, you know what I mean? And the, the guests do. are funny, but something about Jordan just makes me die laughing. He could say, he could like read the phone book and I would be like, well, sure, hysterical. and I would like to give context. I didn't, I was living under obviously a rock and mm. Mel, you were the one that said, Hey, we need to have Jordan on emergency contact. And I was like, 
pardonnez-moi. Like who right. is Jordan Firstman? No, I was I not aware of him at the moment. Invented him. Yeah, I definitely invented Jordan Firstman and found him. And he is, I'm kidding, obviously, because I found him via Reese Witherspoon, as you'll hear in the interview. Um, but anyways, they're just, they were great guests and they actually have been through a real life emergency, which they get to in the Judy portion of the, um, of the interview. But it's funny to hear a, a sibling's take on someone that the world knows, right? Because it's sort of interesting to see uh, what their dynamic was growing up. And they really delivered. They gave no. us like all the tea. About they gave us all the tea. And Allie's like, he has always been like this. Like right. this is Jordan since like he was a little kid. So enjoy yes. it. We've been enjoying it for 25 years. It, it it was such a great episode. So I, I'm so happy that you guys are going to get to hear it and that he agreed to come on the podcast. This was also when we had no, before we were mega, mega famous, like we are now, like before we had any presence whatsoever. I don't even think we had the, inst- we don't have anything. Well, when you're pre-launch, no one knows right. how fat pre-launch. you are. That's now, what it is, pre-launch. post-launch, we're like, hello. We have like, right. you know, there's a waiting list. Yeah, like Justin Trudeau's on our target list, which uh-huh. stay tuned and Julia for Roberts. season two. If yeah. you're there. <laughs> and if Drake. You're I mean, we have a whole hit, we have a whole host of guests. Wait, I'd like just, to just take a pause for one please, moment. I have something to, I have something to ask you. Okay. Erica Jane's mm. now soon to be divorced um ex-husband so or current whatever. He mm-hmm. was in the Aaron Brockovich. He's the lawyer. Yes. Hello. That's inspired by his office. Hello. Yes. That should yes. have been someone's lead. No one told me <laughs> that. He's the guy. He's the guy. He is the guy. Mind blown. Mind I know. I remember the blown. I know. I know. I like where doesn't this like marriage come into play or this relationship like between Real Housewives, Aaron Brockovich, just like every it's just it's all over the place. They're all over pop culture, this couple, and I'm living for it. I'm actually so sad because I love Erica. And he seems so adorable and nice and like wonderful. But you know, I guess these things happen. But I love her so much. Just I'm, no, I, get her I'm, I'm, I can't wait to have her on the podcast. I just had no idea until I went into a black hole last night. Isn't that wild? Wild. I know. I know. I anyway, know. sorry for the, the aside, but I just needed to <laughs> double click on that. Yep. Confirmed. Okay. Um, so anyways, we hope you guys love this episode with Jordan and Allie. So really, I have to give credit where credit is due because Melissa is, like, I'm obviously now a converted fan, but Melissa is the discovery. And she was like, do you think we could ever get Jordan? Like, And I'm like, okay, well, does Jordan have a last name? Like, who are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that is how it started. No, truly. I love Instagram, obviously, like every other living human being. And I, I'm trying to think of how I found you, like the origin story of how I found you. Oh, I know. It's, I'm going to give you the long version because I have you captive. I watched mm-hmm. um, Little Fires Everywhere and I was like, oh my God, I love Reese Witherspoon. I forgot how much I love mm. Reese Witherspoon. Like what, how, what have I been doing? And then I, oh, I also rewatched Cruel Intentions, which still holds by the way. And then I was like, okay, I've got to get on her Instagram. So I went and she must've posted you or something like restoring. Okay. One of your impressions. And I was like, um, Tio, like Reese, I will get back to you in a minute, but (laughs) who is this person? And then I went to your Instagram and then I became so deeply obsessed that I would do what I always do, which is sent your impressions to every single person I know, like shoving it down their throats. I was like, stop what you're doing. Stop (laughs) driving, stop eating. Watch these impressions because I just like you'll die. So, anyways, then when we did this podcast, I was like, mm-hmm, "That sounds great. This A-lister sounds great. Awesome. We need Jordan." So, no, it's true. It's actually sick. <laughs> thank you. Well, I mean, no. sigh. Don't scare them. But like, thank you for saying. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you for saying yes to this. I don't know if you're a Housewives fan. Are you? Do, do either of you? Guys- I, I I'm a New York fan. I've okay. dabbled in Beverly Hills, but okay. most So you might get this. So do you remember like the first season where Lisa Rinna, they all like roasted her for doing a Depends commercial and she was like, I'll say yes to anything. Um, that happened. So I just want to say like, we are like, just think of us as your Depends commercial. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Except she got paid $5 million for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. also object to us being the Depends <laughs> commercial. <laughs> okay, fine. 
just being humble, but I'm saying like your pro bono depends commercial. <laughs> Anyways, the point is like, thank you guys both for coming is the point. Of course. And of course. I'm, I want to double click. I have so much to double click on, but yes. What is so crazy, first of all, what's crazy with the internet, but what's crazy, Jordan, about your story, and Ali, I want to ask you about this as well, is that in hmm. January, you had 15,000 followers. I had read that you just broke up with your boyfriend. Mm. And fast forward to six months later, you've been reposted by Ariana Grande, Reese Witherspoon, Chrissy Teigen. You have show offers. You've gone viral. Like, how on earth, like, how did this happen? Like, what's the process from, like, right. January? Were you like, I'm just <laughs> going to start doing impressions? Yeah, I mean, January was really nuts because it was... I broke up with my boyfriend and I had a show that I had been working on for four years that had like an insane life. But like, this was like the final iteration of like, it's happening. And then on a Sunday, I broke up with my boyfriend and on that Tuesday, uh, the network killed my show. Nice. So it was like, and I also had a film that I was making with my boyfriend. So like on the two projects that I spent my entire twenties working on, like died within two days. And, oh my, and God. my relationship and everything. Like, it was just like, okay, like we're like fully starting over, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, just like, it's so funny. I actually got, um, I got a DM this morning from someone I didn't remember, but they, they said, they were like, I met you at a warehouse party in a women's prison in February. <laughs> Chic. And they were so like, <laughs> and, and now all my friends are reposting you and like, they're so mad at me for not hooking up with you. I don't even remember that. But then he was like, he was like, I, he was like, I don't know if you remember this, but I told you, you like had so all of this energy that was like going somewhere. And he was like, I, when I saw you like blowing up, like I wasn't surprised at all. Cause like it was when, when he met me in February, I was like going, right. right. Going. Just, like, the energy was just like up and like nothing had even like happened yet. But like, I think the feeling of like letting the relationship go and letting the show go and all of the things that were like holding me back in so many ways, like I just had this like, incredible amount of energy that I needed to like burst into the world. So I think like those that comes through maybe in the impressions or just something spiritually in my life was like leading up to this point. Right. Um, and the impressions were just like the catalyst for this phase of my life. Um, and then Allie, yeah. I'm curious to know, like were people in your life like, Hey, what's going on with Jordan? Like, when did that start <laughs> for you? Yeah. Um, so that started pretty instantly. Um, so I'm gay. Jordan's gay. A lot of my friends are gay. And I feel like at first it was like folks in the queer community were reposting. Um, so it was pretty instant and not, I mean, all of my friends know that Jordan is my brother, right? So like that wasn't surprising to folks in a way because Jordan kind of like, it's not, to me, it's not that surprising that Jordan has done well with these impressions because it really just feels like he is living his everyday life right. and just being right. funny and himself. Like it really, it's, it is strange for me to see everyone else all of a sudden be so obsessed with him <laughs> because to me, it was like, oh, this is just Jordan. You're like, he was like, doing that on a Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, he does. He's doing this all the time, right? <laughs> so it's not, um, it's only surprising that the intensity of the reaction, it was a little jarring. Um, I was on the phone, I think, with Jordan the first time Ariana mm -hmm. posted her. <gasps> no way. Uh, posted him on her stories. And Jordan started freaking out. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. Like, what? This is wild. Why is she doing this? Is this like, <laughs> are, are you punked? And then on while we were still on the phone, she deleted it. And I was like, oh. Jay, she just deleted it. She posted it and deleted it. I was like, oh my Stop. God, you just had a moment and it's fucking gone. Stop. Within like five oh minutes. Oh my God. And... 
And then, you know, I don't know what happened with that one, but then it like still kept going. Wait, I need to double click. Um, Did she repost uh, no it? Shit. We need to spend yeah, some time okay. on that. Yeah, please. So basically, the the story of the the OG Ariana post was that she posted it. I was on the phone with Allie and I was like, wait, I'm so many people are tagging Ariana in <laughs> the comments. What's going on? And they're just saying, like, notice me, Ariana. And then, and then yes, the internet, we love you. I'm like, why are they on my page asking Ariana Grande to notice them? <laughs> um, and and then like Allie found it, and then I was like freaking out because I was like, she has the most followers of any female. I think she's like. I think mo- you're right. Yeah. The most she like yeah. beats all of them, and so I was like, this is gonna be crazy. This is about <laughs> to get really crazy. But then she deleted it. And then later I posted, I still like didn't have that many followers. So I was still very candid on my social media about everything. Right. And like I wrote out my theory about what I thought <laughs> happened. I, was, like, I think Ariana found it and she was like, this guy is really funny. And then like her team went to my page and saw that I had like my ass out and like my <laughs> dick out and all my pictures. And they were like, girl, this isn't the move. Like you got to. <laughs> and this then not the look. later she she followed me and DM me and saw that. Cause I didn't think she would see that. And she was like, Oh my God, no, it wasn't that the, like it, the post was coming out as like a black box for some reason, it just like glitched. And then, so I just deleted it. And then, so we like spent like a, a night DMing that night, which Stop. is really crazy. amazing. Uh, but then, yeah. But then she kept reposting them like for like five yeah. rounds. She just like, re- she was the OG. She was the OG. Uh, like, did yeah. you feel like, I know the first set of impressions obviously like took off wild, wildfire. Like, was there a particular impression? Like I see in the press, like the banana bread publicist impression, so which is just fucking genius. No shit. The one, the one Ariana fa- liked was the, at, an actress trying to justify her role in an animated child film. or animated movie. Yes. Oh my god, that was genius. That was she that's actually Jelly Bean, she she liked Jelly Bean Greenaway. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I mean, like it is literally so good. So I'm. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, it was crazy though. <laughs> What's the next step for impressions? Like, have you did you have yeah. representation before this? Like, were you at WME or C? You were already in the world because you were a writer forever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I've been in, I've been in the business for like my entire twenties, and like I, I've like, <laughs> for my age, I'm like pretty. I was a pretty successful person. Like I was. That, that's what the funny thing about this is. Like you're like finally being seen. I'm like I was doing job at 24, bitch. Like I've been doing it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like that's the thing. The show, the show that I've been developing was supposed to be like my my big thing and i was starring in the show i was directing the show i was writing the show like it was my show and i think that like the impressions just kind of are letting more people know what i do but still most of the people don't actually know what i do and like i i you know you get it's hard to not get like tied up in the social media of it all but like my manager called me Tuesday because I was like freaking out about something so stupid. And she was like, Jordan, like <laughs> this is, you didn't do this before four months ago. You are, you're an auteur. You're, you're trying to make substantial work. Like this is great. We love this moment for you. But like, you have to remember like what you are trying to do. Right, and, like, right. This is just giving me more access to do what I really want to do, which is make TV and movies. Um, Allie and Jordan, where did you guys <laughs> grow up? You were your East Coast people or LA people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Long Island. Yeah. Long Island. Okay. Love. My my fiance is from Long Island, Smithtown, exit 58. Oh, okay. Hey, neighbors. We're right We're 52. Oh, love 52. Sometimes oh, I, I detour. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I did. Um, I did community theater there in no way. And I did fifty two or at Smithtown. <laughs> yeah, Smithtown. Oh my! I used to drive him. It would take so long. Oh my god, I love that. Smithtown is such a funny little place. Like it's, it's, it's cute and charming, but at the same time, like, what is going on here? Yeah, I don't think anyone knows. I don't yeah. think anyone's like tapped into what is going on. No, and no one takes the time to be like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> Everything is in a, in like a mini mall, which I can deal with. Mm. But like, even like their nice restaurants are somehow in a mini mall. I'm like, okay, we're doing it. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, we grew I will say the town we grew up with, I hate like saying that like Long Island is trash, but a lot of it is like really not nice looking. I think our town was nice looking. Like we we had a like yeah. Gilmore Girls esque town. Oh, right. that's cute. Mm-hmm. Exit fifty two. Okay, right. I'm gonna go back. Yeah. Gotta go there. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I, it was definitely the fifties though. <laughs> and then Ali, so you're obviously the genius of the family. You are a research <laughs> scientist. Can you tell us a little bit about your work? We were doing our homework. Sure. Yeah. Um. So I am a research scientist. I work um, in a psychology lab at Hunter College which is a um, city college in New York. Um, I do HIV prevention research, um, and I use a lot of psychology theories like minority stress and theories of intersectionality Mm -hmm. to get a better sense of predictors of of HIV transmission as well as how people engage in care, how they're retained in care, um, medication periods, things like that. Oh, amazing. And and Jordan does impressions. So it all... (laughs) And Jordan's <laughs> helping people in different ways. 100%. <laughs> yeah. And Allie, were you and Jordan close growing up? Like, did you guys have, were you, did you have that relationship as siblings? So, I think, so we definitely right now, our, our relationship has evolved over time. And as it's evolved, we definitely continue to become closer. Um, so I have a twin sister and my sister and I were very close and interconnected in all of the ways that you can imagine that friendship might be. Um, and then Jordan was they would have a like brother. They would have the same dreams. Wow. Yeah. And then wow. One time, we also tell them hated about each other. They hated each other. They hated each other. <laughs> during during our teenage years, we really, really didn't like each other. Yeah. Which is really sad to think about. Um, but it is real and it happened. Um, and then so Jordan, Jordan was, we were, we were close. We were close, like a, a sister and brother would be, um, we didn't, we weren't like, we wouldn't like hang out on the weekends. You're not hanging. Right. Um, we weren't hanging. Um, and then it was probably in my early twenties or maybe even like my late teens that Jordan and I started to become closer as essentially when we became adults. Right. Yeah. I think um, like or at least like you came out. Yeah. That was like the beginning. Cause, cause Allie was straight. Allie I was out. a, I was a late bloomer. <laughs> they were, yeah. I mean, they were, you would, you would use the gay card against me. And then when both of them <laughs> oh my God. ended up being gay, I was like, you fuckers. Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> We said some, we were, we really were horrible with Jordan. Our family talks like, our family can say some like horrible things to each other. Oh no, siblings say, I've said such horrid things to my brother that I'm like, was I even a human? How could I say that? Yeah. But not now. No, I think it really is like during childhood, during adolescence, (laughs) when your brain hasn't fully developed and you don't realize like, what words do and what words mean and you don't think about you know other people the same way you think about yourself um we would call jordan a faggot yeah all the time they would call me faggot i'm just thinking about he would call them so problematic i said i would be like they would call me a faggot and i'd be like well you're fat and being gay isn't bad but being fat is bad so i would (laughs) oh my god oh my god Canceled. I'm, I'd be canceled now. But is there like yeah. a family chat going on right now, Allie, where it's like, oh my God, Reese Witherspoon and Jordan, or like, oh my God, like what's yeah. going on in that family chat? It's, it's so us. we have our parents are separated. Okay. Um, so we have like a few different types of, <laughs> we actually have like maybe four chats okay. like, where it's like one sibling's in it and then two parents and then two siblings, two parents, three siblings, two parents. And then there's chats with only one parent. So we got a lot going on. I love on. that. Um, my, my, our parents didn't seem to really get it and still don't really get it. I don't it. think they get They keep being like, how do you monetize this? <laughs> what does this mean? Oh, the like, money's coming. What happened, <laughs> what happened to your TV show? Um, but they do think the impressions are funny. Like they'll be like, "Yes, this is funny," but we don't really get it. Whereas, like my um, 
my sister, myself, we have like our own, you know, chat going and like talking about like oh, how Mandy, Mandy has <laughs> become my social media manager. She like does, she runs analytics. She's like, okay, we're two hours in and we have a hundred thousand likes. So I think we're going to get to this point by this hour. <laughs> oh and my like, God. And she, she gets it right. <laughs> she gets it right. And she's just like social worker, like elementary school social worker living outside of Minneapolis in this like suburban town. I love that. I love Mandy. And her dog. Mandy is great. And she'll be like, she'll, she'll be like, she'll go through my followers and she'll be like, okay, this one is famous, but I don't think you guys will align in brand. So I don't think you need to follow this person back. Um, Uh, She's savage. I love. I know. Is she? She, It's so instinctual to her. It's so, it's so funny. I need to like calm Mandy is Ali and like Ali, are you and Mandy like submitting ideas for Jordan? Like you should do this impression. Like where do you get your inspiration from Jordan? Like your family, friends, internet, apartment. I, it's it's <laughs> yeah. We tried. We we so Mandy is more. I think um, obsessed. She like, pushes harder, right? <laughs> so like I've I've like sent a few ideas to Jordan, and like I also like, know what Jordan thinks is funny right at this point in my life like I have known him his entire life and almost my entire life so I know what he thinks is funny (laughs) um and I think that's helpful for me when I'm like thinking about what could work or what couldn't work because I do I at least Jordan think that it's I like know. you're acting like it's, it's yes like no you're part of my creative team. But <laughs> I know. Ellie's like, just I think of me as Chris Jenner. Just think of me as the Chris Jenner to Jordan. <laughs> no, I, I haven't. I'm not saying I contribute anything. Exactly. Nothing for me and nothing for Mandy. But we do support Jordan. He'll send stuff to us beforehand to be like, what do you think about this? Is this too much? Can I say this thing? And we'll usually like, we have feedback all the time. Like he takes it like maybe half the time. I always wonder though, when you get to this level so quickly and you're getting a hundred thousand likes and people are going well and celebrity, do you get massive anxiety before the post? Is there like pre post jitters? Right. I think I have, I have, I used to have it real. Like, <laughs> yeah, he did. We would talk on the phone after like every single one went up. Now I'm like, it's going to be okay. I don't get nervous before, but I get, um, I get like a day three after I post, I get depressed. Right. Cause you're like, (laughs) shit. The serotonin starts to dip. It's like, I'm not, but like, it's not coming at me as fast. Right. So it's like a true serotonin crash. Like usually this like three days after I post. Wait, I have to ask this. What is your favorite impression to date? Yes. I don't, it's, that's such a, that's a hard question. They like, it changes. Barbara Walters over here. <laughs> I think like, I think a, my, one of my favorite like premises is the impression of someone who is truly seen and accepted for the first time. Mm, love that. Yeah, of I thought about that in therapy. <laughs> and <laughs> I will sometimes, I literally like, I'll make my therapist stop talking because yes. I have to like write an <laughs> idea. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> um, I tend to like the like the ones about relationships or existential ones the best. Yeah. The public likes the sillier ones better, but I I have to do them. I have to do the ones that I love for me, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Allie, what's your favorite? Well, I was just thinking, so we... This most recent round, the the coronavirus one, I thought was just hysterical with the glasses. So funny. He's like, we and, love Corona. <laughs> and Jordan, and we were, so we were all talking, Mandy, myself, and Jordan, and he had six and he needed to do one more. And then he, we were trying, like, talking about, like, what it could be. And then I think Jordan said, like, oh, I'll just do COVID. And he sent that to us within, like, 30 30 seconds. Like he had it done. And I was like, Jordan, this is really fun. Your best work. Um, (laughs) So funny. I I think so. But I often like, well, I'm also like, I changed my mind quite frequently. I like that one too. Um, It's just so silly. And the sunglasses were so perfect for that impression. I was like, wow, literally. And I think the impressions speak, like you said, you have have a billion followers, give or take. So obviously like different impressions are going to speak to different (laughs) people. But 
I thought the, I mean, like nobody asked me, but I am piping in right now. The oh, one yeah. where you were like, this, this is an impression of someone talking about her insane friend who is absolutely not insane. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that yeah, is yeah. every <laughs> single girl between the ages of 18 and like 45. <laughs> Totally, totally. So good. It is so good. Don't go to a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sometimes they'll sing karaoke and it is like great. <laughs> oh my God. You, like really, thank you for putting into an impression what we all, like that lived experience yeah. of like eye yeah. roll, but we're also yeah. doing it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was amazing. <laughs> also truffle oil. has. Have you ever, like anyone who's ever eaten truffle oil, that impression is so overdue. Like, yeah, for real. I agree. I've been saying it for years, and I feel like people every time I mention that I don't <laughs> like truffle oil, we're like, "Yeah, backlash." But I feel like a lot of people. It's been this unspoken thing that a lot of people don't like it. True, but you're supposed to like it because it's like a yeah. billion dollars an ounce, yeah. and you're like truffle right. oil, bring it on. Yeah. But then you're like, it's too much. Yeah, it's so much. Goodbye. Yeah. Thank you. For I could those. do a shaved truffle, like if it's a real fresh truffle on like a pasta. Yeah, but it's. <laughs> It's the oil that's not. Hello, Dave. Okay, so Sai, as you know, I do. I, all I care about is my hair. Like, I don't go out in frizzy hair weather. I don't travel to places with frizzy hair weather. It's my number one concern. If my hair is not right, I am not right. I want to just so, double click on this for one more second. Please. You will cancel a date or Absolutely. a dinner a wedding. Plan, a wedding. Yeah, anything. If your hair is not cooperating. I know. I know. I have. I really have. And so I've tried every single product out there from like drugs all the way up to salon, you know, super fancy stuff. And it's almost impossible to find something that you know is going to be perfect for your hair, which is actually why I love Function of Beauty so much because you can really put together the formula that you know is going to work for your hair. I have been using Function of Beauty, both shampoo and conditioner for over four and a half weeks. And let me tell you, what the viewers cannot see right now is I have hair that would blow their minds. Do I not? Hair to spare. No, you do. It looks great. Thank you. I love it. I love the fact that it smells like peach. I don't know if you guys fully understand that. You get to pick your scent that you want for your own formula. So it could be, there's like a bunch of like really good scents to choose from. I chose peach because it's like delicious smelling. And my hair looks amazing if I do say so myself. So first you go on and take a quick quiz. I mean, if I can handle this quiz, anyone can. It's short. Yeah, it's so short. They ask you about your hair. Then they figure out the right blend, bottle it, send you your custom formula with your name on it in your custom scent, which is amazing. Plus their formulas, like I said, are vegan, cruelty-free. They never use sulfates, parabens, or any other harmful ingredients, which is actually wild how much of that stuff ends up in products that you put on your skin and on your hair. But... um, So Function of Beauty is not just the first ever custom hair care brand. It's the internet's top rated customized hair care brand with over 40,000 real five-star reviews and counting. Uh, Yeah. And counting mine and Simon's. No, truly (laughs) revolutionary hair. Wow. Yes. So what are you waiting for? Go to functionofbeauty.com slash SOS to take your four-part hair profile quiz and save 20% on your first order. That's functionofbeauty.com slash SOS for 20% off. And to let them know you heard about it from our show. That's functionofbeauty.com slash SOS. Mel, I think it's important to disclose to our audience how productive I am. Over the last six weeks, we've been working together. Do you not think that my productivity is through the roof? Through the roof. Through the roof. Truly. Yeah. I mean, I show up on time. I have my Google Docs ready. And the reason <laughs> being, I took Skillshare's Productivity Masterclass about two months ago, and my life has been changed. Uh, I love that for you. I need all the classes on productivity. But I also took the... There's one about graphic design. It's called Great Graphic Design, uh, Creating Emotional Gripping Typographic Art, which I love. You know, I'm a graphic designer, but I've been a little rusty lately since having kids. And so I love that they offer these courses that are quick, but thorough and really, really a great you know uh, resource for brushing up your skills in my case. So Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people. Skillshare offers classes designed for real life and all the circumstances that come with it. And boy, are there some circumstances these days. These lessons can help you stay inspired, express yourself, and introduce you to a community of millions. 
Also, Sai, one thing I love about Skillshare, because I have about like one minute of free time a year to myself, thank you, children, is that most classes are under 60 minutes with short lessons to fit any schedule. And if I can find the time to do this, literally anyone can find the time to do this. I'm the busiest person in America. So explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash emergency. And the first thousand people to use our link will get a free trial of Skillshare premium membership. Receive free access to thousands of classes for a limited time. Be one of the first 1,000 people to sign up at Skillshare.com slash emergency. So the next part of our podcast is something called Hot Seat. So Jordan, what you don't know, or maybe you you do know because you gave me Allie's email, but um, (laughs) Allie and I have spoken and I've asked a few questions and we're now going to quiz you to see if you and your emergency contact are on the same page. Mm. Okay. Okay. What habit does Allie have that annoys you the most? <laughs> they they <laughs> do this fucking disgusting thing. <laughs> <for them>. um, <laughs> it's like atrocious. It's this burp through their teeth. <laughs> and it it's like this. It goes <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> and I You can't I, like, even hear the first part. What? I couldn't even hear the first part. It's like a... I think you'll be able to hear. Okay, so (laughs) Ali said, I make this sound after drinking carbonated (laughs) beverages that Jordan loves to impersonate. So that's it. I I kind of take it to the next level and I go... Right. For dramatic effect. We love that though. We love that. Okay, Jordan, what product can you not live without? The more frivolous, the better. Oh God. Tricky. <laughs> this is hard. Product. <laughs> Poppers. <laughs> I think she was a product, actually. A cleaning service, not a product, but you're so messy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. okay. I'm really messy. Yeah. Okay, so, so what is your most memorable argument? Ooh. Oh my god! And this is with Allie for context. Yeah, with Allie. Yeah, with Allie. I honestly like something about mom. Like it, getting it's warmer. Like, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, whether I'm going to let my mother back into my life. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my god! We just oh my Dr. god! Phil. That's so heavy. I love that. that. Oh, Doctor Phil okay. has never seen it. No. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if it's most memorable, but a recent argument consisted of me gently trying to convince Jordan to take down a photo I took of him and his ex-boyfriend on Instagram because they were simulating sex in front of our mom's sheep at her ranch. And she ended up seeing it and was deeply offended. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you were just like, take it down. And you didn't. Did you because- ever take it down or you left it? No. You know what ended up happening? Like months after the fact, Instagram deleted it for nudity. Oh my God, of course they did. We can always count on Insta to censor. Oh my God. Well, the problem solved itself. So thank you, Instagram. (laughs) If you dropped everything and went on a road trip, where would you want to go? It would be, I feel like Allie and I would have a really fun time in Central or South America. Okay. Okay. Oh, I wasn't that... Okay. okay, somewhere in nature with mountains and a lot of greenery where he could take shrooms. So we're going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Both of those things you can find in South America. You want to do You want to do shrooms with me, Allie? No, you, where you would do it. Yeah, like for okay. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay, you're stranded on a deserted island. Who's the one celebrity you bring with? I think, oh, it's either, it's either Laura Dern or Frank Ocean. <gasps> Frank Ocean. Ocean. Wait, which I... I was going to write both of them. Yeah. I have to say, we interviewed um, Benny Drama, like, recently. Uh And that was also his person that he would take to a a deserted island. And also mine, incidentally. So Frank Ocean is just, like, across the aisle, across the board. He's in everyone's fantasy. He's not getting a Frank before me. (laughs) (laughs) But like, how funny. Frank Ocean, we love you. Come on. You're everyone's fantasy. 
I know. I think it's because he's so inaccessible. Like, <laughs> oh my god, we, right? We couldn't even like get to him to get to the island. We're like still how- like trading on the vapors of like Channel Orange. Like, we're like, just give us more. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. If Jordan, if you landed in jail, what would be the first crime that comes to mind that you would have committed? I feel like it's something sexual. Maybe it's like public sex. Yes, yes. you got it. Public indecency. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you yes. two are the best siblings. Okay, not so bad. No, We're just like great. two peas in a pod. We love it. Um, if money was no object, what would your first purchase be? I, I think they are going to say a house. Buy a Warner Media. A little bigger. She went a little bigger. <laughs> Ali went a little bigger Warner with this Media. one. Warner Media. Warner Media, you said? Yeah. Yes. They're the ones that came on the show. Well, Warner Media, hello. <laughs> hello, we're buying you. Watch out, exactly. What three famous people, living or dead, would you want at your fantasy dinner party? Okay. I'm trying to think through the lens of Ali. Mm. I think this one, they wrote Laura Dern. Oh, fuck. Um... Okay, this, I would say Stephen Sondheim. Oh my God, Ali, you don't know me. Jay, I, you love Stephen Sondheim. I was going for a specific vibe where you would want to be really entertained. Mm. That's what I was thinking. That's a good clue. What would be like a moment where it was just so much stimulation. One more shot. Okay, um. You see, the, I want to also say Elaine Stritch, but I don't think you put that either. No. No, um, unfortunately not. <laughs> okay, we're going to tell you. Uh, Liza Minnelli, <laughs> Lisa Kudrow. That was a wild one for me. Yeah. Then Lisa Lapinelli. Am I saying it right? Lapinelli. Yeah, yeah Lapinelli. I mean, Allie. Like, Al, the, those- that was hard. There's no way that we would have gotten those three right. You, I feel like you have so many attachments to <laughs> but also celebrities. <laughs> You don't even know who my gay divas are. Like Liza's. I do. Liza is not to be, top five for me. <laughs> I wanted to be all L. Like inspired okay. by Laura Dern. Okay, she had like a vision. You put on the list. This your thinking was very flawed. I think we can all agree that Alex <laughs> dropped the ball on this one. <laughs> This like what? What will me. make Jordan do it? Oh, I'll start them all with L's, and then he'll get it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but not Laura Dern. <laughs> but, but not, not Laura Dern. The thing that the owl is inspired by. Um, okay, last question. If you could eat one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, I feel like Allie is gonna. I feel like Allie put like General Chow's chicken. <laughs> uh, yum, but no. <laughs> but no, some sort of prepared meal from Daily Harvest or a similar type of prepared meal from a delivery service. Which shocked me. I was like, Jordan, yeah. you get you, prepared what? meals? Deli- you eat meals. <laughs> what you eat meal? answer these questions? <laughs> if I could eat one meal for the rest of my life, I'm going to do like a microwave I mean- like prepared protein plate. <laughs> Yeah, because I think that you wouldn't be able to make a choice. <laughs> Allie, you really thought about these answers, and I love that. Yeah, I think I thought too no, much. No, I think it. you're such a good sport. Okay, the next part of the podcast is really a, a Melissa treat. Okay, because I love to know what people are talking about, like on their phone, on text message, on DMs. We want to know what is the last text exchange that you guys had or DM exchange, whatever's like funnier. Whatever. Think, oh my gosh, we talk about, all the time. It's probably going to be about this or... It's probably going to be like, oh my God, we have to go on this terrible <laughs> podcast. No, it was Jay. It was me telling you about to meditate. <laughs> no, it's it's just, it's me not <laughs> responding to you. <laughs> you feeling better? No response. Hi, no response. <laughs> <laughs> but what was before that day? No, that's uh, amazing. Take long nappy. <laughs> <laughs> so I good. I said nap nappy is good. They're yeah. taking care of me. <laughs> They're taking care of Love me. Love it. So the last part of our podcast relates to this new career that I launched seven months ago. I launched this brand called Judy. It's an emergency preparedness brand. And I've now become 
this a little bit of a crazy advocate for personal safety and personal preparedness. So as part of this, we are going to quiz you. It's called 911, What's Your Emergency? And this one is centered around um, Los Angeles and earthquakes. So we're going to quiz you on, it's true or false or multiple choice. You guys can answer together. And we're going to quiz you on 10 preparedness questions. So are you ready? Yeah. Because you look yeah. pretty okay. ready. You look yeah. pretty ready. I'm not going to do well. <laughs> I just... Allie will do better. Jordan's like this. Yeah, no. <laughs> Allie, I think you're leading the charge on this. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> I got this. Okay. Yeah. True or false? After an earthquake strikes, you may lose power and should use long-lasting candles to light your home. Long-lasting candles, I think, is the part where... Yeah, that's where I feel like there's a trick. I'm going to say... <laughs> we also overthinking this. <laughs> I'm going to say False. <laughs> You're right. False. Earthquakes often break your gas line, which means you should avoid anything with flames. Okay, what state is the most earthquake prone? A, California. B, Alaska. C, Washington. D, none of the above. I think Washington. I think it's going to just be California because we're talking about California. You guys are both wrong. The answer is Alaska. <laughs> it's not Alaska. Alaska, Alaska is the most. Yes. Wow. Are you shocking. sure? Yeah. That yes. is in, that's important information to get out into the they world. Alaska se- has the worst publicist. Like nobody oh, knows this yeah. about Alaska. No, they have a seven five to an eight earthquake at least once a year, which is shocking. That's, that's an insane true. earthquake. That's shocking. Yeah. There's just not that many people there, so that's just true. Sarah Palin. <laughs> <Whatever>. <laughs> exactly. Okay, how many earthquakes does the Earth have each day? A up to two earthquakes. B, up to 30 earthquakes a day. C, up to two earthquakes for every minute. D, up to 100 earthquakes a day. I think D. Yeah, I think D too. Or? Or B. I'll just say it. My No, I was going to say C. Because <laughs> I think it, it could be like really extreme. Because you know, like little tremors, if they're considered earthquakes, that those happen really frequently. Okay. So you guys are wrong. It's... um. C, up to two earthquakes no, for every minute. Jordan was wrong, but, but Ali was right. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> the largest earthquake ever recorded was in A, Chile in 1960, B, Alaska in 1964, C, Los Angeles in 1994, which was the Northquake, Northridge earthquake, or D, yeah. none of the above. I want to say A, just because it sounds like fab to be in Chile in 1960. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with J. You guys are correct. That's some yeah. good spidey yeah. sense. You yeah, got it was it. a 9.5. It struck southern Chile, leaving 2 million homeless. And this is the scariest thing. It lasted for over 10 minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's petrifying. Petrifying. That's okay. Okay. True or false? If you are in bed during an earthquake, you should get up and go stand in a doorway. I think yes. I think that's true. Okay. Jordan? I think true. Okay. It's false. If you are in bed, <laughs> stay there, curl up and hold on. It's like a big myth. So like, earth- just like any other day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> stay in bed. Don't move. Is there something about doorways though? In earthquakes? So no, it's like, it's a myth. People think that doorways... Uh, are the safest place to be. In fact, they're the most dangerous place to be. Wild. Mm. Yeah. No, okay. Do. True or false? Moonquakes are earthquakes that occur on the moon. <laughs> it sounds right to me. <laughs> it, it, and it sounds like, of course, we're like that uninventive that we just like call them that. <laughs> um, so I'm going to say true. You guys are correct. Yes. Moonquakes do occur, but they happen less frequently and at smaller magnitudes. Okay. True or false? Unbraced water heaters can cause catastrophic damage to your home during an earthquake. True. Is that a, a hard true? Yes. 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 If water heaters are not properly based, they can topple over during earthquake, causing broken gas lines and gas leaks. If you're driving your car during an earthquake, you should do the following. A, slow down, but keep driving to avoid obstacles or submerged roads. B, pull over to a shoulder as quickly as possible. Avoid stopping under trees, overpasses, and buildings. Or C, drive as quickly as possible to an open field. Or D, none of the above. I think B. That's pull over to the side of the road, right? Yeah. I think that too. That that is yeah. correct. Turn off your car, use the parking brake, cover your head with arms, and yeah. wait out the shaking. 
You guys Where's got like head? 99%. Is that, that was fun for me and very serious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not over I think the doorway. Like, I think we're a logical, we're a logical family. Like I think we have good instincts about logic. Starting with the moonquake. Yeah, the moonquake. totally, totally. Yeah. yeah, you guys killed it. Are you kidding? And you're great emergency contacts. I feel like you really know each other. Have you yeah, guys we- ever been in an emergency situation together where you've had to like execute some sort of plan yeah yeah we, our house burned down what wow yeah. that yeah. was an emergency talk about emergency that <laughs> qualifies and i and i did all the wrong thing stop uh, this should how have been old the were you guys story. i know how old were you guys i was probably I was, 12 and you were and i was 15, 15. yeah yeah holy yeah. smokes and what, what was the cause i um tbd uh, <laughs> no. The official cause was a faulty carbon monoxide detector. Oh my which god! Is very ironic. No shit. If you really want to think about that. Wow. Um, but I walked into it and then I stood there and froze. And didn't just you, didn't you try to throw like a cups of water? <laughs> <on it? laughs> Yeah. And, and then I just like stood little like in this room. Yeah, literally, this like the cups that you see at the dentist <laughs> when you're supposed to like wash your mouth out. I literally just poured a few on this fire, and then I just like watched my parents' room engulf in flames, and I fucking just froze and stood there for way longer than I should. And did and did the home have to be completely rebuilt? Oh yeah. It was yeah. like the Holy whole shit. top floor burned down and then the bottom floor was all water damage. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh my God. I can't believe this was like, oh yeah, footnote, our house burned down. <laughs> oh yeah. my we, God. I mean, if we want to get into the full fam, we have um 20 stories of that. <laughs> of that. 20 house fires. Well, yeah. this, these guys send- need a Judy kit. No, yeah. we're sending Allie and Jordan. I'm sending you both Judy kits. Yes. Like but, get ready. It's going to- I appreciate that so much. I got you. I love being prepared. I vaguely appreciate it. I actually I love having the thing. Turns like I, I'm actually too. fine. I don't care if it's gonna kill me. It's gonna kill me. Totally like, right. Agree. I'm agree. just like take me out when it's time. Yeah. Melissa's the same. She's ready to go. <laughs> no, I really am. I really am. Not to be too dark. Like bye. <laughs> yeah. When people talk about like living in like a post-apocalyptic world, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Nobody is hanging, trying to hang on. Like I am like volunteer, like (laughs) first one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we absolutely love you. This was so fun. I know. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Emergency Contact is executive produced by Simon Huck, Melissa Gregg Washington, and Allison Bresnick, and produced by AB Productions. Our production assistant is Connor Hall. We love you. Also, for more information on emergency preparedness, follow Ready, Set, Judy on Instagram. Wait, I didn't know we were executive producers, Cy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God.